really take your time playing Understand through that Understand what's happening yeah. in the story of this giant mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls lore-based world that I want to know about. I don't get that when I'm with other people. Mm. No one gives a shit. We yeah, all, 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 all rushing through. We got to run totally. through it. Yeah. You know, like we, you know, just why is he waiting there? Oh, he's waiting. Why is he in his craft bag? Why the fuck? You know, you know, you know, it's funny. As much as I love lore, this literally happened today, Neo, when me, you and Channing were playing Destiny. Yeah. And right before we hopped into the Whisper Quest, you guys were doing the adventure. And you're like, wait, there's a scanny thing here. And I'm like, it just it talks about the fucking taking portals. Let's go. We, <laughs> yeah, we got to get through yeah, here. Yeah, whatever. back everyone to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 176. This is your host Neo Aoshi, joined by some cool dudes. Who have I got all the way at the end? Uh, Felix Hergood. And? Trib Zero. And our special guest today, Grim. Grim. Welcome Grim. Grim. Thanks for having me doing? guys. That's I'm a doing really great. foreboding name. <laughs> this means nothing and the end of the podcast will be just no. fine. It's just my gamer no tag. I'm a, I'm a cuddly guy. <laughs> Very nice. He's a cuddly guy. Well, how's everyone doing this week? We're good. Good stuff, yeah. Cool, guys. I'm great. Cool. I'm doing fantastic. It feels like it's been a long time since I've seen you guys. I wasn't on last week. I had to work last week, so I was not here at the yeah, show. You, it was just been, you, okay, Locke, so and Maybe Neo. it's just proximity. You're, you're next to me. Right. And I feel yeah, we're, like, we're trading okay. weekends with Locke now. Yeah. yeah. I definitely saw uh, Neo last week. That was fun. Yeah, it was. And who? Wait, did we have a guest? Uh, No, it was just you, me, and Locke. Oh, it was thing. me, you, and Locke. Not yeah, live. Our show last week was not live. <laughs> it was like Locke is a guest or something. <laughs> like, thank you for coming back, guest Locke. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely not, but it's kind of the life he possibly has to has to lead. At no, this he's point, a, he's a know? founder. He's he's here. Oh, he's, for sure. He's locked in. But he's got to found a child into this world. Yeah, so he founded a child as yeah, well. So, so he's got to. That's of course, do that as the priority, which is totally understandable. Uh, Bruce, you can empathize with that, right? One I thought you said we we're going to call him Grim. Percent. Oh, is you a father, Bruce? I, I am, yes. I have an almost two-year-old. Oh, wow. Congrats. Uh, Congratulations. Congrats. And 100%. Congrats, Congrats on them not dying and <laughs> yeah. making it almost a two. I think if I make it to the two years, just any, just like any relationship, it's like you hit that two-year mark. And you're like, you know what? I'm good. Like, they can walk I down the I think we're going to stay together. Yeah. I'm going to keep this child. I don't have to do a hard reset on this child. No, right? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, no, she's great. Um, she keeps me busy. She had a, she was, uh, she was fun tonight. She uh, had a lot of fun going up and down the stairs. Nice. Which every which all babies do wants to figure out that they can do that without you know killing themselves. Don't you wish you could just have fun doing shit like that? I mean, we have video games, obviously, to have oh fun. God. But like, what if you could just like go up and down the steps <laughs> and it's fifty like times, a great yeah. time. And one, you're not working out. One, you're just doing it. You're like, Correct. this is fucking great. Yeah. I'm like changing the height at which I exist very easily. <laughs> this is low hanging fruit for the city of Philadelphia, but I just want to let you know: every time I climb the Rocky stairs, yeah. it's like a new thing. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Now that's that's a thing. You're well, somewhere specific. You have a great view. There's history involved. Because you yeah. can also like put up your hands, right? Then you'd be like Rocky and keep your hands down. Sure. And you're just like your own thing, right? Sure, sure, sure. You can pretend you're, you're, you're punching your way up there, right? Yeah. I put my hands up. So. Every time. So there you go. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> Every time. Oh, God. There's actually a big conversation around, because the statue is outside the art museum, but mm -hmm. it's not on the steps. It's near the steps. Yeah, you know about that? Um, you know about that history? I do know a little what? bit about it, yeah. You know know about how like uh they they snubbed it back in the seventies when the stat they wanted to put the statue at the top of the stairs back in the seventies and they said, Nah, 
Philadelphia Museum of Art, mm-hmm. Art was like, you're not putting this anywhere near our art museum. This is not a work of art. This every is- every time I drive by, because it's next to the stairs now. Right. So every time I drive by, there's like a line of tourists yeah. just right. like standing but, yeah. waiting. But they were like, yeah. you're put, you know where you're putting that? You're putting that down at the vet. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they put wow. it. They put it all the way the fuck down in oh, lower, really? lower Philadelphia. So that's a new at, statue at next to it? No, no. It's the statue, statue of Rocky oh, okay. originally <laughs> resided in front of the sports stadiums. Oh. Way the fuck nowhere near the Philadelphia right. Museum of Art. And then the goddamn Philadelphia Museum of Art started to see that, you know, Rocky is something a little bit more, with mm. more integrity or I, I don't know. But then they finally were convinced that they needed to put it back by the the Philadelphia uh, Museum of Art. And when they brought it back, they put it in a fucking weird garden <laughs> to the left of the stairs. They still didn't put them at the fucking top. It's bullshit, dude. I mean, it's only a matter of time until a poster of the of the, uh, the Expendable shows up somewhere near the art museum. Well, it's only a matter of time before all the people who were running the Museum of Art when Rocky was first coming out in, in the theaters right. die. And then, like, some younger person says, you know, that really should go yeah. to the top well, of that, that stairs. It, it might not be the Rocky thing. It might be the museum saying, look, this is great and all, but, like, this is the the Museum of Philadelphia, the Art Museum of Philadelphia, and our steps need to exist as our steps. It's great that that happened here, but it's going to be off to the side because no, no, I we get have our I, the argument and is our it, building exists how it should exist. I think and, the strongest art ar- argument you can make is that it's not art; it's pop culture, right? It's not art, right? But the, but then you go into their twentieth century art like exhibit mm-hmm. and see all the Warhol and all mm-hmm. of this tribute to like pop art, and you, one could argue that it's it's pop art, like that it could go. In the museum, like it could exist there. Yeah, you, it could. Yeah. I think it can exist in the sphere of like art, right? I don't in terms have an of art like discussion. It, and I think the what? What's up? I don't. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to have an art discussion. But <laughs> no, but I think bad. like for, for example, also like Rocky is emblematic of, of Philadelphia in and of itself, right? I mean, it's become an inseparable piece of history of like 20, 20 century Philadelphia history or second half, right? And so I think that the statue is just that this representation of this Philadelphia spirit, right? The underdog, the small guy. And so the statue is in a way just the representation of, of that. It's, it's, I mean, it's a bronze statue. It's, it's a beautiful statue. Well, the thought mm-hmm. that popped in right? my head. But I think it's more than just a bronze statue. That's why they included it. The thought that popped in my head like, like five minutes ago was only a matter of time before we're all dead and everyone's all dead. And people in the future think that he was a real person. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. So I'm laughing about that already right now. Yeah. Every I'm time I see that statue. Uncovering the statue and go, oh, this person of power in Philadelphia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in a prominent box. King Rocky yeah. of Philadelphia. My uncle knew him. Yeah. My uncle fucking right. knew him. <laughs> he was a gentle soul. He hit people <laughs> with padded so, gloves. Speaking of fake people in fake things. Yes. Uh, good transition. Good. Thank you. Uh, video great. games, Felix. What's new with them in your life? Uh, video games <laughs> in my life. I like the transition. That was um, good. That was, I liked it a lot. So I, my ongoing saga of I've been paying for a, an MMORPG for the first time in my entire 40 years of living mm-hmm. right, Damn. is now occurring. Yeah, how's that going? And you chose Elder Scrolls Online. I, to, I chose mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online, and I'm yeah. proud of my purchase. And it just oh, keeps getting better and goddamn matters, better. Dude. That's mm-hmm. all that matters. So, um, so I earn this monthly currency. So my new stipend is going to be coming <laughs> they up They pay soon. you in fake currency for paying them with real currency. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's what they do. They give exactly. you a paycheck of, of meaningless money yeah. to use in their So I'm going to get this stipend world. a couple of times. And when I get this stipend, I'm... <laughs> I just found this new feature in the game. I'm going to pay to have... Now, I could pay now, but it would be 30 bucks, and I don't want to do that. Mm. So I'll just wait until the stipend builds up. 
And when I have 5,000 crowns, this currency in the fucking world, I can buy a banker to be with me. (laughs) (laughs) To travel with you? He'll manage your stipends. A traveling (laughs) banker. I could also buy a traveling merchant, but that's a total of 10,000 crowns. Mm. You got to start small. So 10,000 crowns roughly translates to $60 the entire game over again. So the banker, does he manage your finances? No, the banker is just your bank. You know how in MFM? He's like an accountant, like a personal account. Like, let me invest this money for you. You know, Felix, you spent like 40 crowns this week (laughs) doing bullshit. Like like a little mini mini window with like Quicken shows up. Yeah. Like doing actual like fucking math. Um, the, the PC from the Mac and PC really, commercials comes really in. He's like, listen, Felix. Yeah. <laughs> the detail they put into this fucking thing. No, it, when you play MMORPGs, you have your player inventory and then you have your bank. Mm-hmm. And your bank is like usually back at a town. Mm-hmm. And in the case of the bank in this game, uh, the bank can be uh, received. Uh, it's the same items for all the characters you create. Oh, okay. And I can create up to eight characters. So it's it would be convenient for me to have the bank with me um, it would also be convenient to have a merchant with me because if I have a merchant with me, I can sell all the crap you get without mm-hmm. having to go back to a town that, to do it. That's a huge benefit, especially yeah. in an MMO. So I'm going for Time the merchant. I'm going for yeah. the merchant first, and then I'll get the banker later. But Smart. like, it's cool. I just didn't know it existed. You could actually get it in the store. So I'm just going nice. to wait until my um, stipend like builds up. Yeah, and yeah. I'll, I'll get get that. That means it. less downtime. You can be out in the field more, right. doing more field right. stuff. Yeah, all all of it just adds up to you know me having a quicker workflow when I play the right. game. Um, do you have to pay extra to have that, or or do you accumulate these things over time? These? I uh, I'm paying fifteen dollars a month, right? And with that comes a lot of benefits. Okay, I did do an extensive. This is that thing. currency they're paying you because yeah. you pay them. I understand that. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah. do an extensive talk already on one of our previous episodes about how amazing the craft bag is. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. go into that again. But you get a craft, <laughs> yes, bag. craft bag. Yes, you get a craft bag. Listen to like one seventy, one seventy five or one seventy four, where I talk craft bag <laughs> like like a motherfucker. Um, but you get a craft bag and then you get this $1,500 stipend. And then, and what I was saying is this just unlocks newer parts of the game that I never imagined mm-hmm. existed before. Okay. Um, and it's just making my experience so much better. And in addition to that, um, I finally did my first day where I found that there's a dungeon finder tool. I didn't ex- know that existed. Uh, a dungeon finder tool. So uh, thanks to Cable Games who suggested <laughs> it when we were getting ready to play dungeons. He, you can go to a dungeon finder tool and I think it unlocks at level 10, but you get to your dungeon finder tool and it just finds all the dungeons in the world. So you don't have to like if you and your party of people want to just grind dungeons, you don't have to go walking anywhere. It just loads you into a dungeon. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. And then you can pick up to uh, six or seven or eight or something like that mm-hmm. to just do a playlist yeah. like in like in Destiny. So nice. I did that. So the other day we grinded out like four dungeons and I got a shit ton of gear. Nice. Uh, there's a ton of weapons that are in my bank right now that I just have to like grind out. And yeah, yeah. Break down, get materials, sell whatever, you know, and it's super exciting. I don't think I ever asked what what class are you playing or like what what's your uh, so my your character? my build for multiplayer. So I have two characters. I also have a third character on the European server for when I play with European friends. But um, my Mr. worldwide over here. My primary, the, the way I started, and this this is sheerly by uh, mistake. I just randomly picked this. I'm playing a tank build. 
Cool. Mm. So I'm I'm basically the character that stands next to the monster and gets like a, takes all the damage and gets yep. eviscerated. You have to like so aggro it. Too. You have aggro moves. I yeah. try. Yeah, I try my best. You know, I got a couple really cool moves that I've unlocked, and uh, that's what I do the whole time. So and I, I really like, enjoy. I like it. how you said, "I try my best." <laughs> I do. It's the only like, thing you can do. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I've been doing actually when we did that day where we just rolled through. Like I was steamrolling enemies. I got this really cool uppercut move. She takes her battle axe and like literally uppercuts shit to the hmm. ceiling. Like it's so yeah, cool. All right. um, so yeah, w- when you're in groups, like like other MMOs have team composition. That's usually a, a thing in MMOs. You want your healer, your mm-hmm. tank, and your 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 damage dealers. Is that like the same thing in Elder Scrolls when yeah. you're grouping in dungeons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, um, t- Tuna, who you guys know yep. from coming in, he's in the chats. Tuna, and stuff. Tuna's Tuna and Artemis are primarily healers. So we have two healers, mm-hmm. and then we have I don't know what Cable was doing specifically. I don't know what his class was, but it wasn't a healer, and he wasn't whatever the third one. Or he was DPS. a damage dealer. He yeah. probably was a damage DPS, dealer. DPS, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was I was the tank, and then um, but we we were getting through it. We were burning through them, and it was a lot of fun. We didn't nice. do like they weren't high level dungeons. They weren't the yeah. the level two version of the dungeons, which in Elder Scrolls parlance, that's like more shit, and you just get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like the prestige in um, mm-hmm. Destiny. Sure. So they weren't prestige dungeons, but they were just you know it was my first experience just barreling through dungeons, and I'd never done it in MMO style, and it was fucking great. Nice. Dude. I had a good time. Moments like that's that cool. that make MMO MMOs pretty fun. Yeah, I was really really yeah. surprised at how good it good it was, mm-hmm. how fluid it went, and I didn't even know the dungeon finder existed. I'm, so. I'm glad you're having fun with it. You know that mm-hmm. I didn't have fun playing the game, but I'm glad that you're having fun well, playing the game. It's not a fun game without the goddamn <laughs> membership. I'm not even kidding. It's a piece you're, of shit. No, game. you're probably absolutely. If right. you're not They've going at all, and I'm telling you right yeah. now, if you're watching us right now and you're considering Elder Scrolls, but you're not considering the fifteen dollar a month membership, you're wasting your fucking money. Don't buy the mm. game wow. unless you're going to pay 15 bucks a month. You heard it here first, boys. Pay them more money. I didn't buy the game. Felix Hergood. I got a gift. I know. I got it. I know I'm saying that. It sucks. But I, look, I, I don't care. No, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to yeah. save you money if you know you won't pay $15 a month. Mm. Mrs. Felix True. bought me the game. So I didn't pay 60 bucks for the game. Look, right. last year I was playing Final Fantasy 14. You were. And you have to. I had to buy the expansion and I paid them monthly so I can play. You know what? Play. I still... I still pay monthly. I've never stopped what? paying monthly for that game. Wow. You paid for it. But you're not I'm playing sorry. it. I pay yearly. I pay. And it's like the one lump sum oh, year okay. thing. And you're making fun of me. I'm like grandfathered in at a lower price for this, Felix. I played Final Fantasy XIV before, before they shut it down and blew the world up and started over Yeah, he, you played during 1.0. I can't let go. It's a great game. I log in like go back once eventually. a year and I get like <laughs> 70 million new costumes. I have the full Advent Children set because just yeah. like I was there during that time. I got so many like you get rewarded wacky things. In Final I think Fantasy you should... 14 for being an active That's member great. longer. Right. Yeah, right. So they give right. you like the active member, meaning yeah. paying member. Paying member. I'm yeah, the yeah. least active member of that entire community. But <laughs> you should like sell your account. I think you would like make a lot of money selling your account. I probably could, but that's very illegal. Is it? Probably. I used to, people used to sell all the work. It's always against TOS. Always. If they find out, like account selling or account sharing, even these uh, days, yeah. like you can't have other people play on your account, right? Things like that. You can't have people like pay back them in to the grind day, your stuff. You right. could pay a service, and then someone oh, would sure. come on your account and power level for no, you. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Highly illegal. Just like yeah. paying for like Twitter <laughs> followers, right? It's yeah, the same yeah, concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, very cool, Felix. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What's yeah. up, Trip? Uh, you know what's up, man. Destiny Solstice up. of Heroes. I know we've been getting into that. Getting into it all the way. I can't believe you're doing two characters with that. Gear I'm doing three. I need that ship. 
And I did. Oh my god! I only had one character before the event started created f- at all. Would you like to fill people in on what this grind entails, Bruce? Just we're superficial briefly? people. We really are. No, no, and, and I uh, ships, craft bags. We're, I, I I fully understand the gaming culture, and I am right there with you. I uh, I played Destiny one, not two, and I there were moments when I just mm-hmm. wanted stuff because you want it. it exactly. I get it. So <laughs> I know we talked about Destiny. <laughs> since the inception of this show. But if you somehow haven't caught what's been going on with the Solstice of Heroes event, let me lay it out for you. It is a four-week-long event celebrating everything in Destiny 2, free to all players of Destiny 2. You only ever have to buy the game, not even the expansions. You can just have vanilla. The all base. you have to do is get through the main campaign, and you can uh, wow. participate in it. It's four weeks long. Uh, they've put new statues around the tower, the main social space. And each tower you can interact with to play a remixed version of some of the original story missions. Which are great. They're great. Mm-hmm. They're harder. Mm-hmm. They've got so much more enemies. Sometimes there's new mechanics or new bosses that are in there. You well, get a... Um, yeah, describe what your reward is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You get a set of armor for free by starting this. And it's it's green tier armor, which uh, is uncommon in low, the game. Low quality. Low yeah. quality gear. Um, that looks like the tattered gear that you had when the game started and everything went to shit. Uh, and each piece of gear has some objectives on it. Um, when you wear the full set, you'll make elemental orbs that will uh, give you more power but you also have to like collect a certain number of them to make the gear the next level mm-hmm. of rarity and right. the next level of rarity mm-hmm. and eventually after um after three upgrades you'll have a fully master worked set of uh of gear for this That's level 400 which level is like 400 the which oh, is yeah. the only way to get level 400 gear in destiny 2 until mm-hmm. the expansion comes out in september is this mechanic work uh similarly to the uh, musk of the ship uh, yeah, you, it's literally, you upgrade the same piece of gear. Yeah. Mm. So you, you have complete an objective and then you can upgrade right. your thing. Yeah, that you don't have to put something in the gear like you did you for Husk of the Pit, in. but you, okay. but yeah, you, uh, you just turn and it in. So what I did there, right? I, I know. I and know. So That's a throwback. That's trip, a throwback you're doing to it for Dark Below. three characters. I'm doing it for three characters. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe that. You know what? It's not as bad as I th- originally thought it was going to be. I thought you had to masterwork all three sets mm-hmm. to get the ship. You don't. You only have to get legendary. Okay. So that's upgrading green to blue and then upgrading blue to purple, which is legendary. And we already know that blue is not terribly difficult. Maybe the hardest thing is getting people, if you don't have friends, to do nightfall. And everything else right. is uh, is pretty pretty doable. The the hardest grind, honestly, is is getting super kills in crucible. In crucible mm-hmm. on hunters specifically, because they don't have a big huge like yeah, the second damage just, dealing super ability. It requires you to just juggle your classes around so mm-hmm. you get certain class kill mm-hmm. things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's if depending on how fast I finish this set, the, my hunter set, um, I'll decide if I want to take it to my Titan. So people are going to mainline this activity. <laughs> mainline it. hundred percent. Right to the right to the um, jug. But you don't have to. Four weeks is a long time if you just want a nice set of gear. Mm-hmm. And the gear looks awesome. Um, I don't. I can't confirm this, but I heard a rumor that you can um, change the appearance of it. It'll have ornaments built in, so you can have a fully masterwork set. Mm-hmm. But it'll you can make it look like the trash version you can oh, look really? like the middle tier i, I like can, i like the little glowy things that they give you for the glowy it. things are their uh, cosmetic thing that drop mm-hmm. from the engrams you can buy them of course it's mm-hmm. the eververse mm-hmm. store it's their their microtransaction economy but yeah they have glowing um glowing highlights to the armor to this specific solstice gear that come from these uh, engrams you get them when you level up too and they make your gear glow with an arc solar or void color that glows brighter when your subclass matches that uh burn that you've got oh, turned on I did not realize that. That's oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, do you remember uh, Sage of Halo? Of course I do. 100%. So Sage of Halo, th- this, if any time in the history of Destiny, 
there was a time when Sage Halo should have joined Destiny and played Destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's playing. Yeah. But it's now. Because remember how much of a whore he was for shaders? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It was his favorite thing in the world. And yeah. I just want to remark and just say that Destiny, if you've never played the game, is one of the most beautiful games when it comes to like Honestly, adding a lot, adornments mm-hmm. to your shit. Yeah. The game, the game is, has always been visually uh, incredible. Yeah. So I pulled an article this week mm-hmm. on something. I sent it to everybody, or I put it in our Discord. Um, Destiny 2 players have collectively spent 25 years deleting shaders. I saw they put a bunch of uh, statistics out um, to celebrate the end of the year. Deleting their delete shader. That's amazing. Yeah. It's impossible to delete a stack of shaders. You, you have do to, it you individually. Have to, wow. Well, this yeah. problem comes from the fact that shaders can be it's applied to any specific item in the game. So they give them to you in stacks. If you want to shade your gun, it uses one shader. If you want to shade your boots, it uses one shader. Um, it's awful that you can't delete in de- them. In, in Destiny 1, you could you just turn a shader on and your entire being turn into that color. Correct. Perfect. You can, you can mix and match shaders now. You can put them I on specific you guns. Them. You can break them down. For money. Yeah, depending on down, where you yeah. got them, they'll either turn into money or they'll turn into bright dust, which is mm-hmm. the, uh, the inventory for the selling, the purchasing mm-hmm. stuff. I remember in Destiny 1, they also... Yeah, when you broke down different things, they... They broke it up in different stuff, and I guess they continued that in. Yeah, I want I want to find um, this whole entire stat. There it is. Infographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bungie put out statistics about year one of Destiny two, um, <laughs> including that statistic about shaders, because you, again, you have to kill them one by one. So it's a lot of time sitting there <laughs> holding refuse. holding square, holding square, or holding F on the keyboard, whatever it is, um, and you got to do it again and again and again. You can't even hold the button down. Oh my. Like Locke said last night, which would be great. If you can just you can't even hold your key down to just auto let it delete and delete and delete. You gotta delete, let go. Sit there, delete, let go. Oh, That's a pain so the thing. number, yeah. The, did you read it out, Neil? I forget if you read this specific number for uh, shader deletion. It's uh was that eight hundred and seven million? Yeah. <laughs> roughly. Eight oh eight hundred and seven million six hundred and thirty five thousand one hundred and twenty four shaders have been deleted. <laughs> so someone did the math and figured out that was you know X. Yeah, the amount math of hours. was like uh what is it down here? How yeah. many hours? Uh Oh, they said days. Oh, that a second per shader delete, right? So if you yes. actually just yes. optimize in just one second, one second, one yes. second. Did you say it was 25 years? 25.59 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's incredible. Uh, so they have stats on the faction rallies. Um, no surprise here, Dead Orbit had the most people pledged and the most engrams opened at 20 and a half million engrams Jeez. opened. Uh, Why do you say no surprise? Dead Orbit's always been the favorite ever since okay. Destiny 1. I think people just like the the moodiness of it and like mm-hmm. the black and white shaders. Yeah, we you think they have we, the best we, kind of weapon. It was like a hot, it just it was, a, no, just like the hot topic. Okay. Real broody like yeah, clan I, to join. I said yeah. to trip two or three shows ago, I said, "Do you think it was because Dead is in the name?" Probably. Or because Black and White is in the name or or it could be both. It was a combo of both. Yeah. It's a combo of both. Yeah. It's the it's the Dead shader. Dead Orbit, bro. It's super mysterious. I think it also just sounds cool, right? It sounds really like cool. Dead Orbit. Uh, dead Orbit. The the normal raid has been cleared <laughs> 6.4 million times. The prestige rate has been cleared five hundred or seven hundred fifty-seven thousand times. Dude, uh, Dead Orbit is a late nineteen seventies glam rock fucking band. If is. I've ever heard it. <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, speaking of all the ads on Leviathan in the raids, one point six billion ads have been killed across all the raid runs. It's a lot of ads. I, lot I'm ads. in there for. For you are. What th- this is Destiny Two? Not <laughs> one. It's all Destiny Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. You never made it to Leviathan. I'm in there for thing. two games. <laughs> 263 million public events finished, 77 million escalation protocol waves, 
Uh, here's a cool stat at the very end. So there are specific guns that, mm. that you can get during season three. Yeah. One is the timed event Whisper of the Worm, which will end uh, Mondays at 1 p.m., which is reset time Eastern. I got a qu- quick question for yeah. you about that. So I think we're going to miss our opportunity this weekend to get that next piece of the Unless year. Unless we can do it tonight or early tomorrow morning. Is there... Is it just gonna be? Is this just gonna? Yeah, be a they've thing? said it's a weekly thing. It's a weekend event, so cool. Friday to Monday, the Whisper of the Worm so, will always be available. We don't need to worry. But about that. during the okay. week, we can hop in. Wait, really? Oh wait, I forget if that heroic event disappears off our map when it's not active. I'm pretty sure it was gone. We'll have to, we'll have to find out yeah, about that. But every sure week there's gone. a different burn, so to get our ship, we have to find. Do the, that. You got to match it with the right one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, cool. we're going down a little rabbit hole. But let me let me read these <laughs> last two numbers. No, no, no. I'm following along, man. So as of this posting. Only 194,000 players had the Whisper of the Worm. Wow. Um, but an wow. even, cra- even crazier number, uh, only 8,750 players have the Redrix Claymore. Do you That's, have it? I do not have it. This is the PvP-specific gun that you have to get by getting at least rank 3 of competitive Crucible ranks. Um, and that's a rank where you lose points and you lose progress if your team loses. Wow. So imagine how much of a, of a grind has to go in. Wow. How many players that are there gun. in total? A total. I, mean, I don't know what the total player base. I think that's uh, what we need, number to, is. need to know. Yeah, it would be, especially with these numbers here. That sounds yeah. like shit that came out after I played the game. <laughs> but basically, it's a it's a cool free event in Destiny Two if you own Destiny Two in any version, any capacity, any combination of of um, DLCs or, or main mm-hmm. game. You can play this, participate, and get four hundred level gear before the expansion comes out uh, in it's, September. It's happening, and it's, it's been happen. fun. It feels very much like this is the most MMO like the game has felt mm-hmm. because you have yes. specific like things to grind for. You've got achievements. You've got gear that it's, you can swap in and out with different different abilities. It's making me do adventures, and that's something that I never would have done. Yeah, that's, exactly. I, have no, I had no interest in doing it. But Same for the um, they're kind of fun. The meditations, which bring you back to the main story missions. Mm-hmm. No, one, no one ever touched those. Mm-hmm. I think I had three reward tokens out of out of the entire game. Adventures were like my favorite part of Destiny Two. Adventures really fleshed out the story from a lore perspective. Yeah, which which are always really cool. I mean, they, and they repurpose the areas in a cool way. Yeah, you know. People complain about that, but you know, repurposing, yeah. you know, but they yeah. do a good job. You know? yeah, they do. They really do. Yeah. I'm having a great time with the game. Did you have any thoughts on No Man's Sky? I love No Man's Sky as well. <laughs> there you go. Sign it, book it, deliver it. No, No Man's Sky was great. Um, I was playing that, well, I think, I don't know, the last Tuesday or, what, or Thursday or something. Sadly, my mm. stream kept cutting out. You didn't, mm. I didn't, I realized my you stream were. shut off the moment I got off the planet for the first time. And I was so sad, dude, because my planet had rings on it. It was gorgeous. Mm. I found the space station. It was just the most like beautiful Serene, outside of the yeah. planet that I had ever seen, especially after the the graphical overhaul. Mm. Fucking space. Um, but <laughs> fucking love space. How hundred percent I love space. I love space. So Everyone much. watch Apollo thirteen if you haven't ever watched that movie. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And grab how about, how about hashtag Arm- Tom Hanks. How about Armageddon? No, no, not real. Apollo 13 fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> so did gravity. gravity. Gravity happened. See, he doesn't like any space. He likes real space. Yeah. Or space with a shit ton of lore. I like, like Destiny. Yeah, real. real but, but not weird, not weird, hokey future space. Like legitimate far enough out to make sense space or like legitimate. Did you like, space. Um, what's, what was that Matthew McConaughey movie? Oh, Interstellar. Interstellar, yeah. Interstellar was great. Yeah, it was also that. done with the partnership of NASA. Correct. So yeah. was The Martian. Ooh. And The Martian was incredible that as well. That was great. In both of those, you have the to, Martian they had to like, save Matt Damon. Martian's like a future. Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah, exactly. Martian's like um, a future a future fake story. Like a lot of it is very grounded. It makes a lot of sense as to what the first person on Mars would have to handle and yeah. deal with. 
Well, it was also, I mean, it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, the guy Martian, who wrote which, it was very thorough which in his research. pretty much was like, I mean, too. it's a lot like the bad comparison genre-wise, but 300 was pretty much page for page, a copy of the book almost into movie form. Yeah. But another great space movie uh, uh, is Sunshine. I like that movie. I've never seen Sunshine. I still um, want to see that. That is a, I have it on Blu-ray, so I can give it to you guys. Sure, it sure. is it's a cool. fantastic movie. I mean, it's kind of like it starts out as like the sun's dying, humans shoot this giant spaceship into space with a nuclear bomb the size of New York uh, to reignite the sun. Oh, shit. Right, so, so the theory is a little wonky, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so they go out, and it's the second mission that you see. And the first mission, you, of course, figure out what happened to them. Yeah. Uh, and so it turns into really kind of like a... <laughs> I equate it to like from dusk till dawn, okay. uh, where it's like the first hour you're like, oh, this is great. It's like mm-hmm. living in space and it's all this cool stuff. And then it just like something happens. shit happened, yeah. right? Yeah, um, of course. But it's still, and I really appreciate the end, the last half hour mm-hmm. is just uh, scientifically, it's actually really well done around like what would happen when you're that close to the sun with the gravity and how like you would move in space and things like that. So sure. really, really hmm. excellently Their done. Their ship if you're was into cool. Their ship had like like sun sails on it Correct. that blocked the sun, uh, nice. but it also yeah. was like sun solar. Mirrors. Yeah, mirrors. mirrors yeah. yeah, and it was like a. It was. A Did it like cool. power their ship in some way too? Yes, it yeah. provided electricity. It was giant sun mirrors, and they always had to like adjust. So as they traveled, right, they used like they follow the sun. Correct. They, they shot yeah. off Mercury, so they had to like they slingshot off Venus or something. So they had to like adjust the mirrors at one point. Okay, God, and then space stuff is happened, awesome. So. Uh, yeah. Neo is is that space is that on awesome. Netflix? Sunshine. Yeah. 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 It's on Netflix. It, okay. Cool. I think it is. Yeah. Two hours that you will not regret spending watching the movie. Hundred percent. I cool. love space movies. So. I love space games. The, I mean, that's that's what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, space movies make me. No, cry. I found some awesome Spotify yeah. playlists. Yeah, dude. Um, like I have a, a, a Spotify playlist like Synthwave from Space. Okay. And I just like I, on my stream last week, I put put that on, and I was just like cruising. How man. beautiful is the music in No Man's Sky? It's good. I have that soundtrack. It's I got that soundtrack like as well. Chill yeah. and comforting. And if you like a grindy, uh, crafty, beautiful looking game, No Man's Sky is is it. You can get lost it's in it. it. It's I'm it right fucking now. love it. You get right. very lost. Maybe. I think you will. No, 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 no. You will. Because you like base building. You like collecting. Yeah. You like organizing. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> Yo, you're, you're, look, you don't get a craft bag. You'll have to craft slots. No, no craft bag. But you'll get there. <gasps> you'll eventually be able to collect all your shit and, and grow your character and your base. Yes. We got to make an emerging gamer base. Hours we of should. grinding. Yeah. Um, you can have multiple bases in the game. Yeah. Um, I, I claimed one planet with a few friends. And it's pretty cool. Okay. And then I claimed, come visit. I found this crazy ass moon. Did you see that tweet I, I sent out? Uh, this picture from No Man's Sky? Oh, was that from your moon that you found? Yeah, I found this one. The system was so weird. It had no space. First one with no space station in it. Like I no, thought there always was one somewhere. No trading post there. Nothing. So, but two, there was two moons, specifically moons, that yeah, yeah. had these weird like hexagonal floaty thingies. I don't okay. know how to describe it. It was like weird as fuck. Oh, I've, I've seen those back before the game got remastered. I think it's part of the storyline that exists that oh, you can really? participate in or not. It's totally up to you. Right. You I've, can do ton, I've touched none of it so far. Um, do you know No Man's really Sky? Arm, uh, so I know of No Man's Sky. What I heard about it was, I was really excited when I, when I first saw the trailer for it and I was pretty much ready to pre-order it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll hold off. Uh, you made a I, great call. <laughs> yeah, I think I made a great call. <laughs> you really did. Um... But then I heard about the remaster or kind of the the update. I guess it was just an update, right? The game developer claim was just an update. I mean, but it really truly it was, reinvented. It, it the was game, an update to right? the game yeah. technically, but but it was essentially a remaster and a reinvisioning, and they added yeah. a lot of features that should have been there. Well, and also they added multiplayer. They added what you guys just talked about, right? So hey, I'm going to visit your planet because it's all they changed all the algorithms so, for generations. Yeah. So things are like more available. A, they look better. Yeah, it, more, it's, it's more a good time to check it out because yeah. I think you can actually get it. At, uh, get it's, it. it's an older game now, seriously. Yeah, it's it's I think thirty 
on, it's on sale for 30 on, on multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make uh, Planet Caligula when I get there. <laughs> that sounds like something you would do. I'm gonna make a, can I make a sex planet? You can do whatever you want, man. It's, yeah. it's the universe. Population one. It literally it literally is just going to be uh, like dip, dick sculptures. <laughs> You're going like to land all, on this planet. planet. Yeah. It's going to be, be like, this is sex planet. You, you can, penises. You could, you could planet balls. hop until you find the most phallic monster. Yeah. And then just, keep, just set just up shop it. there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Can I actually add something? So while we we're on the Roman Emperor, totally. it was a fun historical fact. There was actually no Roman Emperor. I forget the name of him. They had a party and they had a, you know, they had like new ball slave boys dancing in front of him. Sure. And he literally put, I kid you not, five tons of rose petals above them. And so he was going to release them while they were all dancing in front of him as like a, it was ra- it was raining rose petals. But there were five tons of them. So he releases them and they literally crush and kill the dancers. What? Uh, so, so speaking Death of like Roman, <laughs> like Roman excess and like debauchery, Jesus people are like, Christ. oh, like Caligula, like, right? You had yeah. a senator be a horse and shit like that. But like, dude, there was a Roman emperor who like killed people by rose petals. And then just like, and then as they were like flailing and choking on them, he was like, ha good show, man. It's <laughs> oh, like, yes. I am I mean, there's just some. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I you think you've new. heard it all about Roman emperors. Yeah. Then that, that shit comes out. So. <laughs> Consider myself educated. That's also non, a good, like a non sequitur. Yeah. I'm sorry quick, for that. Would no, this be don't, a good, don't apologize. Would, would this be a good moment? You're right to, at fucking home. Feels are good. No, no. I was going to say, would this be a good time for him to explain the meaning of my chair's name? Yeah. There's well, not. No. The answer is there's not a good moment. Yeah. But it's probably going to happen. I anyway. mean, we're, we're kind of on like so planet Caligula, right? I guess there's, there's something. Yeah. So I bought a Ficmax chair, <laughs> and then he gave me some history on the German language. Was well, not even history? It's uh, Ficken in German means to, to fuck. Uh, and so really, uh, every time, uh, Felix sits down that chair, he is I'm, fucking to the max. Uh, <laughs> He's maximum in the fuck, fuck max chair. I'm in the, yeah. the fuck max chair. Maximum fuck. I'm like proud of that. Fuck. So. Well, that's, fuck that's yeah. Sorry to cut you off. As the Germans uh, say. It's, no, it's, I mean, it's fine. I'm done. I went, I went, <laughs> I in, think a weird, I'm done. I went in a weird direction. We'll probably what talk about else No Man's Sky more in the future. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because i got to dive in more. I've only ever it's, got off that planet. It's and just then a Destiny started just and sit and chill, you know? Oh, 100%. I love it. So I guess a, a question would be, is this a good time to get into I mean, I, we talked about Destiny 2 already a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you kind of shared with me that about a month ago, it was a really great time to start Destiny 2. Do you feel like this is a good time? As somebody who knows about the game but has never played it to get into it? Or might it be a little... Uh, are there some well, kinks to be ironed I out? Honestly, yes. Honest, well, here's what I was going to say. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. They just announced that they are, they're going to have a bundle that you can actually pre-purchase and, and play the Destiny 2 content now oh, okay. that gives you vanilla, mm-hmm. gives you the two DLCs, and it gives you Forsaken. That's and $60. Perfect. On whatever platform that you're, that you're on. Mm-hmm. So if you plan on playing in the fall which is probably the point we would say to jump in if you're new, mm. but have a little bit of familiarity, want to poke around, do some fun things. You get this fun event and, you, and this quest. Um, there's honestly no harm in jumping in now. Yeah. You're, you're paying for the same content. Nice. So, Were you talking about Destiny or No Man's Sky? Uh, the question could apply to either, but I guess I was okay, more cool. looking for No Man's Sky, but yeah. Oh. Do you feel like No Man's Sky would be similar in that aspect right no now? No Man's Sky is or? a hard buy right now. Okay. It hard is never buy. hard is, buy right it's now. It's never been in a better yeah. spot. And Kramer says hard buy, right? It right. it can offer hours of entertainment. Sweet. All right. Though yeah. sadly, Snacks the Cat hates it. I know. He yeah, texted me. He really me. does. He texted me. He listened to last week's show and he was like, You got to the part where, <laughs> where you're like, Snacks <laughs> hates it. And then he heard me say, Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at and all. And it's funny, <laughs> the things that he like mentioned what? turned him off about it. I was like, I like those. Yes, things. that sounds great. That like sounds great. Things. That <laughs> sounds but, incredible. But, but like I said, I did. I did say that like there are games that are very open that I really enjoy that he definitely does not like playing. Well, here's like, the thing. And that's, there, look, look, people have opinions. There mm-hmm. are there that's are 
thing the game does push you in directions mm-hmm. it does it's it, there's like oh here's the atlas path here's yeah here's a, a mysterious story that's going on throughout the galaxy yep. or you can say fuck that i just want to build on this planet i want to go in this direction mm-hmm. and there are millions of bajillions of stars. I'm going to follow just a beacon in. and then that beacon and then that yeah. beacon and just um, fucking lose. I mean, five the, hours. the game, like yeah. the game starts you with a solid tutorial now, which they didn't do the first time around. That's when, very in 2016. true. I totally so need that. They, yeah. they, it's, it's, it's a very dense game. That's great. So yeah. you do need it. So like it, it gives you a, a good jumping off point and then things dynamically do happen around you. You'll jump into a system and a frigate will be under attack and you save it. And then you, they, he goes, Hey, here's your, take the, you keys. know, what's funny mm-hmm. too, man. Like, yeah, Obviously, the big one of the big focuses is look how much the planets have become beautiful. Look how diverse everything is now. Mm. When I when I first started this game, now under No Man's Sky, next I started on a planet that looked exactly like what I experienced originally, <laughs> and, and like, it oh, was no. so fucking harsh that I like. Do you remember? I was remember I was playing, mm. and it was like a radioactive planet with acid rain, mm-hmm. and there were no caves. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just like find a cave and hop in there and just like plan a next move i had nothing my ship was broken and that was like running out in the open Jesus thankfully God. with like like you have a bar on the bottom yeah. left corner of your screen of your your um your life support your life support and my life support was done and i was losing health at this point i had like maybe an inch uh of health left on my actual bar and i found one cave i ran in the cave shelter i ran too close to a poisonous plant that lashed out and <laughs> smacked me which then took my health down a little bit more but then i got this planet's a dick i got further in a little <laughs> bit further horrible. in and my life support stabled. Um, I was able to mine a little bit of carbon to give some health back. And I said, all right, you know what? I'm going to make this fucking thing happen. I'm going to I'm gonna climb from the bottom and make my ship work. And I did it, and it was just the most rewarding thing. And then your stream cut out when you left the planet. It was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, sadly. So, so how, sadly. how does that work? So if you start the game and you, you lose get, all your resources, you get put on a random planet with nothing. You're, right. you're so supposed you, to like put on a random planet, discover and find it. And that and random go. planet seeds all this horrible terrain yeah. and mm-hmm. exposure and whatever. It doesn't always. You could have a beautiful like pink grass planet with with bunny cats that run around and Sure. But I was just wondering if you're in that circumstance and you don't survive, you mm-hmm. don't pull yourself out of it. Sure. And you die. And you just start a new file. That's what I did. My first So when you die, the file's done. No, no, no. My first two planets were, were that harsh, so I ended up starting a third time fresh. But if you die normally when you play the game, like when you're just doing things and you got your ship and esta- you're established, um, a little gravestone, st- like if you die in space, little gravestones in space or on a planet, you'll just see like a like a symbol that they, that they mark your, your dead body with. Where do you, you respawn? By your uh, ship. By your ship. By your ship. I think you- on the space station in that galaxy, in that system, I mean. Is it always a space station? Yeah, because you just said there was there you actually discovered a system with no space station. Yeah, that's a good so point. How would, that happen? how would or it would put you back in the last system with a space station? So I guess it's like the the uh, the bed in Minecraft wherever you slept last. That's where yeah, that, could, that it, makes it sense. does auto save like when you that. get in or out of your ship. That's where it is. It's, it's, the, the, last, the, it's the last yeah. save point. Does it burn your save file when you play survivor mode? Yes, probably. There is there's a hard mode that will delete your file when you die. No, that okay. sounds terrible. Mm. Cool. That does sound terrible. Why would you? Um, and I, I just play normal. That's like grinding. Like the, yeah, the planet they put me on, which is normal. Because I, I didn't want to do the extra hard one. I would try the survival one. Try normal first. No, just try it. <laughs> but you need to know yeah. what you're doing before you can you actually should, survive. I, I, Felix, I, concur. I think I you should just so do get, normal. If you get a grip <laughs> on the game, you know, if you play it and you understand the controls, how to yeah. navigate, then be like, all right, cool. 
I'm not going to invest too much in this because I really want to punish myself. No, That's I would weird. argue at this point I could go, probably get way further along and give Nor- me God normal of war mode, mode. Normal mode. Normal mode. War. Pretty punishing. Just saying. Just FYI. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying now that I know the mechanics of God of War, yeah. I could probably go into that and do Gimme God of War mode and last as long, way longer than I thought I That's sure. was stupid playing Gimme God of War mode from minute one. So yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. It, you have to know how to navigate in the world this before is a you complex, can challenge yourself This in is that a complex world. game. Yeah, yeah. So I should it reminds me a lot of uh, when I played Wolfenstein the first time and I beat it and then I wanted to play the, uh, the hardest difficulty. It's like Death Incarnate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like an enemy sees you and they just... You're almost dead instantly. And yeah. then there's a game mode where it's it's called Mein Leben, where you, you die and it puts you back to the beginning of the game. Oh, shit. So you do a playthrough, and your playthrough is about three, three and a half hours, and you you literally do not die. And there's a guy on YouTube who, who videotaped himself doing it, and he like, walks you through and everything, and one of my friends, uh, he actually did it. <laughs> so he got the Sheesh. achievement, which, you know, 0.001% of all players have in the world. But That's, yeah, that's, that's a cool bragging right, yeah. right there. I mean, it's... You get one life, quite literally, no saves, and and you it's on the hardest difficulty. So you make one mistake and you're right in. If I wanted to hate my life, I guess I'd yeah. do that. <laughs> and the worst part about it is, of course, it's Wolfenstein, right? So as you progress in the game, the enemies get better at killing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Uh, and if you've played the game, I mean, the last fight is on the, the flight deck there on the carrier, no spoilers, uh, is just horrendous. So. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, that's that's all I got. Space is dope. I space like space, I like space things. Space I'm shooting aliens in space and I'm building planets in space, so let's <laughs> fucking go. Anything you want to talk about there, Grim? Yeah, uh, I guess I can introduce myself. It's my first time on the Yes, please. The Tell us a little bit about yourself, um, what you like to play. Yeah, so my name is Grim. Uh, gamer tag is Grim Reaper 0112 if you want to look me up. I play a couple games. My main game, and uh, this is what I started in the pre-show, is uh, a little bit about... Um, I play World of Tanks, which is an MMO. It's uh, kind of historical, vehicles-based they're about like five, six hundred vehicles, which really existed in real life, or there were prototypes or kind mm. of drawn up. And it's neat. It's all about. Uh, it's a very, very, very high skill cap game, which mm. I enjoy. It's uh, it's fifteen on fifteen battles, and then you have tiers, which range from one through ten, right? Tier one being like World War One tanks with like machine guns on them, pretty much, okay. and then tier ten tanks being like Cold War tanks, right? So the T fifty four from mm. Russia, from the Soviet Union. I apologize, and you know the M the M forty eight Patton from the U S. Things like that. It's pretty neat. Uh, and there's a lot of progression in the game, which I enjoy. Uh, I've been playing that for like six and a half years. Oh, wow. Uh, it's free wow. to play, which I really enjoy. So I spent money on it. I'm, I'm the kind of guy where I, the first two years I didn't spend a dime on it. I was like, this is a good game. Then I started spending some money. Uh, and there are some there are some pay-to-win elements that, that have been introduced in the last three years, and the mainstreamers of it uh, have kind of complained about it, and, and I'm with it. And there's some, just like any game, you play it enough, you figure out that game mechanics are busted, some of them at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really enjoy it. I keep coming back to it. I take some breaks, and then I come back to it. Um, but I've been enjoying that really it's one of the only games ever other than kind of like the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare where I, I spent I mean hours and hours and hours playing and I keep coming back to it you too. seem like a huge history buff I am yes you I, actually, history? I yeah. actually have a degree in history yes yeah, yeah, that, that, he keeps that me was really informed on so much, uh, yeah. a lot of my knowledge on um, uh, World War One. Mm-hmm. I got from just conversations with him because yeah. you also mentioned like in Battlefield 1 Yes, correct. So Battlefield 1 is probably my, my other go-to on the PS4 other than Wolfenstein. Taught me um, how to play that better, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so Felix didn't know about uh, sweet spots for bolt-action rifles, so that was a big learning moment for him when uh, I told him about that. Yeah, so now, Battlefield talk, 1 was yeah, the talk first. talk about that a little bit, the sweet so, spot. Mechanic. Yeah, so Battlefield 1 was the first in the Battlefield series that introduced this mechanic of a one-hit kill without needing a headshot. Um, and the idea was that you have different bolt-action rifles. Bolt-action rifle, when you fire a shot, and then you 
actuate the lever, which were really common in World War One, and still pretty much are all sniper rifles are made that way in the world, most of them. Um, and so the idea was that different rifles from like 50 to 80 meters would kill you in one hit to the torso or the head. And then you have other weapons which would go out to about 150 meters. Um, and that was, it's kind of a neat mechanic because it, it, it was, well, it's a neat mechanic, I think. It is uh, not so much liked by people because people claim that it took the, the skill out of the scout class, right? I mean, like any, and the auto aim assist was, but, was beefed up a lot to initial stages of Battlefield 1. So really, like, people were complaining about, I mean, anybody could pick it up, get a bolt-action rifle and just kill you because you got lucky, right? As long as they were in the right, like, range. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, now, they toned down the auto aim assist a lot for bolt-action rifles in their summer update uh, and their spring updates, which was good, I think. Uh, and I enjoyed that a lot because it really put the skill back into it, right? Um, they also nerfed a lot kind of the the spread you get when you strafe left and right. Yeah. And it's a really cool mechanic, too. What, what I liked what they did was one of their updates was they there's, people were abusing the sprint and then crouch mechanic because you slid a little bit. Yeah. Um, and initially, you could do that. You could get back up and sprint and slide without loss of speed. And uh, so people if were you, literally if you hit just the like, keys in the right correct. Yeah. So you would see these like pro like players. Dashing. Oh, mm-hmm. it was, and it was, you would, I mean, it was kind of hilarious because the game is like, oh, like World War One and some historical reel. And then you just see a guy like flipping up and down, like through <laughs> yeah. an open field and you can't hit him because he's sprinting and then crouching and sprinting. Yeah. Um, and so what, what I really liked, they, they changed that where if you, 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 every time you crouch, you lose half your speed and it takes you, I think it's a two second cooldown. Okay. So like you won't regain speed after you crouch and get up until like about a second and a half or two seconds later. So, um, so I play that a lot. Um, one of the things I like too is, and Dice has admitted to this. They, I mean, they put a paywall in, in some front of some some of their stuff, right? Their expansions were, they had a um, a premium pass which was I think fifty bucks, and I bought it very early on, and I have no regrets. Um, I bought but, it late. Yeah, but they just released all their DLCs, the Apocalypse, which was the last one. Um, for free to any player. And I really, I, I got back into it when they released that, and it, and you can tell the player base is just a lot broader now. I mean, you nice. don't have level 140 dudes who just know every map right. and every nook and cranny of every map and just destroy you, and it it's really more no of a fun. fun uh, Correct. Even's not the word, but like varied playing experience. Yes, I think, yeah, a good, really good word to describe it as varied. Well, more, or correct. more realistic to warfare. Yeah, correct. That's a good one too. You know, yeah. like, especially World War One. I. I mean, yeah. those battles were chaos. Yeah, you know, and everyone was like a young, immature boy yeah. fighting. And I mean, you also have stories, right? I mean, you read accounts where like you have new recruits and they come in the trench and literally the first artillery bombardment, they don't know what they're doing and they just get blown to bits because they can't even tell like friendly from enemy artillery. So, right. yeah, I mean, so those two games have really been keeping me entertained for a while. I do have a kid. Uh, so at what I can play, it's difficult for me to kind of, that's why I asked about No Man's Sky, right? Like, is it worth it? Can I spend an hour playing this? And then when I have to get my kid, can I just put it down? And I feel oh. like it... Okay, so it's uh, one of those things. My brain was thinking you're asking from a content perspective. <laughs> yeah. Are, is it content or is it more like how easy both. is it to stop? I think both, right? I think yeah, there's like, like what are the save me, features like? Right, hop in your ship and it saves your game, so okay. you can stop at any moment. Uh, and if bad. you get, I think, high enough in your uh, technology, you can call your ship to you or warp to your ship or something. Uh, you can also build save points. At, at oh, you can build. Okay. Yeah, oh, wow. that's one of the things you can craft later on. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, question about World of Tanks. Yeah, please. You said it's an MMO. Mm-hmm. Is it like a persistent online world or is it like match based where you're like, I'm going to play a match of 15 versus 15 yes. and click a button? Yeah, great question. So it's not open world. Okay. Um, it, it actually, it's, it's pretty neat. If you look into the history a little bit, Wargaming, which is the company that made it, have been around for about 20 years. Uh, and then they came up with a couple of titles that failed and some took off. 
Uh, they also made like World of Warplanes, which is pretty much the same with their airplanes. Oh, and yeah, the same I, with like I, I World of Warships, which is the same with Warships, which I think is actually one of their best titles. Mm -hmm. A really well-balanced gameplay. World of Warships? World of Warships, yeah. yeah you and keep playing available. World of Tanks? Correct. I think World of Warships World came the... with my motherboard when I built go. my computer really? in 2016. Um, yep. Yeah, and it was released, I think, 2015 or 2016. I've got a code somewhere for this yeah. thing. I play World of Tanks because I'm so invested in it. Uh, and I've spent, I mean, quite literally hundreds, if not thousands of hours playing it. Um, oh. I think you about to say dollars. But but. Did, did, you, <laughs> did you say the, what machine you're playing that on? I play on PC. PC. But it is it. available on PS4 and Xbox 360. And the nice thing is on, those, on the consoles, uh, the gameplay is actually different. So, and surprisingly enough, different parts of wargaming develop those systems. And so you have very different game balance and mechanic, not mechanics, but game balance. But coming back to Neo's question, uh, it is match-based, right? So okay. you boot up in a vehicle, there's a match, there's a tier spread. So if you boot up in a tier seven vehicle, you might just play against tier seven vehicles, which is pretty balanced. You might have plus minus one matchmaking where you play against people who are in higher tier tanks, so like more HP, higher damage guns, better penetration, faster. Uh, or also lower tier tanks, right? So you're kind of top dog and you can just bully people. Um, so there's varied and it's match-based. Matches range between 15 and 10 minutes in length. And there's different modes, right? So you assault a, a base, you play capture, the, not capture the flag, but capture the base. Mm -hmm. Or then also um, fighting over a single base in the middle that you have to capture. Mm, so Cool. Yeah, Very there's like, enough varied. Sounds like MOBA-like almost. Mm -hmm. It bit. is. And, and then there are really, so there's no, like you upgrade your tanks, right? You mm -hmm. get like gun upgrades, but then... You, you you elite your tank where you have all the upgrades and then it's done, right? That's how good your tank gets. Hmm. And then there's also crew skills so you can like know when you're detected, you aim faster, um, you don't burn as much if you get hit in your fuel tank, things like that. So Another question for you. How, yeah. Do you play with mouse and keyboard or do you play with a controller? Mouse and keyboard. Yeah. So how do the tanks control? Do they control like tank controls <laughs> or do they control like the, the what's the uh, Halo car? Yeah, the the like scorpion tank, oh, or scorpion um, tank, or the yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a it it is an arcade simulator, okay. right? So at the end of the day, it's it's not like you're gonna get oh like this is how tanks fought in World War II. Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna get that sense sometimes when you just have a big brawl in a city and it's just things blowing up artillery all around, going correct. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, there's are there are some arcade uh, style gameplays, right? So like the, one of the big things that uh, disclaimer, I'm one of like the top 1,000 players in the U.S. I'm very, very good at that game. Drop um, that bomb on yes. us. <laughs> so by, like, so, and, it's, way. And, and that's, I think, why I enjoy it because it's really at a certain point you can you can no longer get better by getting better tanks. You, you it, it is a pure expression of skill. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, for example, you can track an enemy mm. and then you can just circle them endlessly while tracking them and damaging them at the same time. So you figure out mechanics and armor layouts of tanks. And this is really where the sophistication for me comes in is like you need to memorize where I have a sense of where do I shoot this tank so I can damage him or where I can track him, immobilize him for artillery to hit him and things like that. And so I think that's really where the game has kept my interest in that Wargaming keeps adding new tanks from different nations, which is cool. So it gives you new stuff to grind. But they also then change bounce mechanics around certain tanks and damage, things like that. Um, so there are ways to outplay just based on skill. And I have many, many times in crappier vehicles outplayed a way better player. Nice. Um, in a better vehicle even, right? Because you understand the mechanics, you understand how to use your terrain better and things like that. Um, so it's a very high skill cap to get into and it's a really steep learning curve. I like the um, good strategy involved is involved. Correct. Like too, I'll give yeah. you a sense, right? So like I, I actually got into the game kind of randomly. I was watching YouTube videos because I'm history buff on tank warfare and things like that. And then I came across 
Uh, he's called the Mighty Jingles. He's a British guy, hmm. 65-year-old dude who just plays video games all day and then streams them. And he put up World of Tanks videos. And I was like, oh, this seems cool. So I started playing it. I was like, God, I fucking suck. Uh, like, I keep getting killed and everything. I had like a 40% win rate. And I was in the bucket. And then I was like, I watched his videos. And I was like, oh, so this is what you should do in this situation. And then eventually I climbed kind of the, the skill ladder up and up and up. Um, and it's really one of those games where if you invest time, you will get better at it. But mm -hmm. there is game mechanics that you just have to get good at or play with somebody who knows them or else you're just going to not have a good time. And I remember the first bit I watched, he's like, oh yeah, when you play like six, 7,000 battles, you understand the flow of a battle in the maps. And I'm like, I'm never going to play 6,000 battles. And now I'm at like, you know, 20,000 yeah. battles already, <laughs> sure, right? I'm sure. Um, hours later. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but it's a really awesome game. Highly recommend it. It's free to play. And you can access a lot of the really cool content with really not spending a dime. And then That's there's, there's cool really events to like thing. unlock free stuff, get premium tanks, would give you more credits and make the grind easier and things like that. Cool. Um, so yeah, really neat game. Highly recommend it. If you, is that uh, a monthly fee that game? You can, so you can, you can, you can pay what for it's called a, uh, there is, new. there is no loot bag. No, um, no, no craft bag. <laughs> no, no, no tank bag. bag. Son of a no, fuck. But you, but you do have a depot and that depot is free for all the shit that you get. Oh. Um, an unlimited deep? No, deeper? but there is there's no cost. It was you can pay for what's called premium time, where you make fifty percent more credits every game, and you make fifty percent more experience, which ultimately quickens your grind to the more fun vehicles, right? Uh, later on in the 1960s and 70s vehicles, which are just they look better and they fire bigger guns and they drive faster. Um, How new do the tanks go in this? So the uh, initially, of course, the company wants to make money, right? So initially, their thing was nothing beyond 1960, 1965. Okay. But they have put tanks in there that that uh, uh, stretch in the 1970s. So right now, the Japanese one, the top tier medium tank, uh, is called the Type 74, and the game is called the STB1. And that one I would think was went into service, and it did actually see service in the Japanese yeah. army. Uh, in 1974, I believe. So that, and that's really, I think, the newest tank that they've released in the game. So they're they're not going to go ultra modern with this. No, and actually, there was a game, and this is kind of a really sad story. There was a game. It's called. It was called Armored Warfare. Uh, it started around three or four years ago. It was really super promising, and that started actually in the 90s and went to like modern battle tanks, like the M1 Abrams, Challenger 2 from Britain, the Leopard 2 from Germany. It was really cool, and it took a lot of the bad mechanics from World of Tanks and made them better. Hmm. Like artillery wasn't as toxic. It wasn't just a point and click mechanic. It was actually had some you had to think about where you would position because it would you sure. be revealed when you fired. Yeah, totally. Which is like, why would you not, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, but then the problem was that that I think it was not Gaijin, but I forget the maker of the game. The 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 board pretty much told them is uh, we want to make money, make a World of Tanks copy, uh, and so they That's they threw out all their great mechanics and just made a carbon copy of the game. And it was really oh. sad. I played about a thousand games in that. And I was like, this is great. Like. The player base isn't as toxic. You have players who really like want to learn, and 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 it's neat because it had like composite armor and reactive armor because it was modern battle tanks. Sure. Uh, so you really had to. It was a whole another level of kind of finesse and understanding of game mechanics, and I love that because um, that's the kind of gamer I am. And then it was just kind of like, oh wait, I'm just playing World of Tanks, but just not as fun, not as refined, yeah, right? Um, and it's it's really one of the sad stories. Shame. Yeah, and I even played the alpha uh, and everything. So um, you could have yeah. been in there. You could have been like probably the number one player of that game if you if you approached it the same Maybe, way you approached yeah. world of tanks and kept it going and it survived Could yeah you would have been up there from the beginning yeah yeah probably and and i was uh not too much i was very good yes i was like <laughs> always among the top and of course the better you do the faster you progress in the game as sure well, right so but wow yeah this, this is the most that i've learned about world of tanks ever yeah man it's uh it's, and tanks in general honestly yeah. about real life tanks i don't know anything about tanks so i mean ever, perfect my entire knowledge <laughs> has been has been spurred right here yeah and I'm really I not agree. like, I'm not a gunner. I don't own any guns or anything, but I, I, I 
the reason I really like it, it's, it's the, the mechanical thing of it, right? The engineering piece of it is, oh, uh, sure. is pretty incredible. So, are, yeah. are the maps designed to be realistic? Mm. Like, so when you're running around in a tank, are there other like environmental concerns, like mm-hmm. soldiers you have to avoid? Mm-hmm. Don't run over your own people. We don't want friendly tank kills. Yeah, yeah. So there, uh, yes and no. So there are certain maps which are actually based on reality. So for example, there's a map called Prokhorovka, and there's another one called Malinovka, which are set in the Soviet Union, and they are actually ta- they're actually maps taken from a real life tank battle in World War II called the Battle of Kursk, which hmm. was the biggest tank engagement in the world in the history of the world. Oh, like shit. five thousand tanks fought for like fifty days straight. It was pretty nuts. Whoa. The Nazis versus the Soviets. Um, and that is actually the, the hills and the buildings and everything look like that map. And so you fight on kind of a grid, like a kilometer by kilometer. Sorry, 0. 0.6 sure. miles, 0. 0.6 miles, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> grid. That's all right. You could have left that there. Um, they can figure out what they want and to. The, but then there's other Google. maps like Paris, right? So you actually fight like in the Paris. And the Eiffel Tower is there. You can't kill the Eiffel Tower, which would be pretty messed up. But yeah, and there's another one. It's like set in the desert. It's supposed to be in like uh, kind of like the, 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 the Tunisian desert, right? Where a lot of tank battles happen in World War II as Where well. Where Tatooine so. was filmed. Which Tatooine was sold, correct. That's yeah. the only, you can still get the only the, historical yeah. thing that I've been able to throw into this conversation um, so far. Now, to answer your question about the soldiers, no. They're actually, there was a concern about um, the, the game is rated E for everyone or, or, or Y, whatever, youth, I think, um, because there is no violence depicted other than your tank exploding when you get hit and killed. Um, there is a game called, um, unfortunately, I can't remember it, um, War Thunder which might by Gaijin, which actually has soldiers in it that you can machine gun down and things like that, which that is more realistic. So if you're looking for a more realistic tank battle, like one hit, one kill, mm. play War Thunder. Uh, World of Tanks just really has arcade. Like it has health bars. Mm-hmm. It has damage per shot, right? It has reload timers. It has assistance, things like that, view range mm-hmm. assistance. Versus War Thunder is really, it's that's a great game too, War Thunder. Um and that one actually also has modern tanks in it now, right? So they actually go up in tiers endlessly until they reach current time. So they're currently on their website, right? They have like, you know, the modern American and German and French battle tanks in there and Japanese ones. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Thank you so much for, for that. For sure. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's, there's a, a lot there that I had no idea about, <laughs> both tanks. game-wise yeah. and like world history-wise. Yeah, that's pretty very cool. cool. Well, sweet. Well. And I guess that's me. That leaves me. Yeah. So we talked about Destiny a lot. We did. We already did. I won't get into <laughs> that. Next week, I plan on playing uh, Dead Cells. Yeah, you mentioned this, and I don't know what this is. This so, is a Metroidvania so me. game that's that's been in early access for a while. Nice. Okay. And they, they're all like, oh, it's going to be procedurally generated, and the combat's going to be really refined. It looks really, really badass. Um, I've seen a bunch, I watched a bunch of Let's Plays of it, and it finally comes out of early access on Monday with its full you know, package. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you'll have to really see the, the art and animation to like really get, a, get the hang of it. Um, I'm going to talk more about it next week though, okay, because sweet. I haven't gotten the chance to play it yet, but it seems like it's like a very loop based, very much like a puzzle exploration combat game. Hmm. 2d so, style. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that sounds like a cool dynamic. So you, you get loot and you grind for loot, but it's set in like, like that Metroidvania side-scrolling kind of environment. Hmm. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, sweet. I'm gonna, I'll just pull up a video just yeah, so you yeah. can get an idea. Is it idea. only on the, on, the, on the Switch? No, it's on every platform. Okay. It actually, it's been on Steam for like over two years or whatever, uh, since whenever it was whenever it was announced. But mm. I'm going to dive into this. The Switch is like my go-to like lunch break game, nice. game system. Because oh, like, oh, this is on the Switch. Yeah, it comes out Monday. Uh, 1.0 comes out Monday. 
and the Switch. It comes out on Switch. Dude, I've wanted a grindy loot game on the Switch. That's why I'm excited for Warframe when that. Yeah, that's gonna drop soon. Making its way. Um, there. I hope you can transfer because I have like 300 hours of that game on PC. They they've said you can one time send your save over to Switch. Oh, I don't know if I want to do that. It's too well, good looking on the on the PC. It's not gonna <laughs> kill your PC stream. It'll copy oh. it and put it on the Switch. And then it, that's it like a, it's a separate it's path. Not, yeah, exactly. It's not gotcha. cross saved, but you can give your file to the Switch essentially. Gotcha. gotcha. So is this? Metroid story or is this because this is no. not look like this looks like more like Prince of Persia style. No, Metro, Metroidvania oh, is like a, a genre uh, term okay. for the, that style of games uh, where you're exploring, you unlock abilities that get you to another part of the map and, and so yeah. on and so forth. That's, that's, that's I think what a Metroidvania that call out is really important. Neo, if people yeah. out there aren't sure of the terminology, it's not just the fact that it's side scrolling with with um, verticality. Mm. It's side scrolling where you have to you may get to a door that you can't access yet and have mm. to go and find some new abilities and come back to unlock that area. So then you you get you near ability okay. and you go oh I this this I I remember seeing something earlier that I can use this on and then you uh, end up backtracking and the new God of War was Metroidvania yeah yeah very it's, in a very light sense of the word yes mm-hmm. yeah it, very not, much not so. literally um so cool. was Batman Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. very much an Arkham yes. uh, uh, Castlevania st- uh, Metroidvania hey, I know that game yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, but yeah, this I'm looking like at a Stargate to right dive there, yeah, into really quickly. Cool. Oh my God, Stargate! I know. Um, dude. I think <laughs> did, you, did you hear <laughs> the episode Stargate. where not you know? You mind if I take a, a quick double, quick second, two seconds? Do it, do it, man. I got it nothing more to say about this other than well, I'm going to we'll, talk about yeah, it next it week. Sweet. Well, we'll bring you back to cool. to this in a second. But I did VR because uh-huh. um, I have the, the rig at my house and I got it set up in my new place. But there's a free. Um, you can set like a home environment, and one of the free home environments was a community made Stargate Command. Oh my God! With a working. Uh, gate oh that you God. can go to when you dial and go to Abydos. You can go to Atlantis. You can go to all the like a bunch of places. And someone oh, just made yeah, these the models, yeah. and I I wandered around there and have never felt uh, I never felt the childlike wonder it's that I did that night, except for when I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter for the first time. That's or when you first saw Stargate, or not sure, even then. Even more than that, dude. Wow. Imagine liking that whole um, genre, right. not genre, but that whole um, franchise. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and then like. I got to stand there like a month ago and be in that game. Unbelievable. So, at, at, just because I've been doing this all stream, uh, fun fact about Stargate. Obviously, it's a it's a it's a it's fun fact. It's a Canadian show, right? I think, he, that I think he should take ones. my place on the show. As fun fact <laughs> He's got more fun facts than me. Well, you know what he does, which is nice. He says, "Hey, do you mind if I throw something out really quickly?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, I remember when fucking that thing happened." <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm almost Canadian <laughs> in my execution, right? I'm like, hey, guys, okay if I? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. The um, no, it's a, it's a Canadian show, and they made a couple of different. Right? They made a Stargate Atlantis, they made Stargate uh, SG One, Universe, Universe, Universe yeah. uh, things like that. Filmed they made in Vancouver. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, for the longest time, there weren't really many Canadian productions. And Canada That's public absurd to me. television, yeah, it's, everything it's is everything's yeah. filming Canada. Everything, now. yeah. But but like made like Hollywood produced North. and like not mm-hmm. like Hollywood filming in Canada, but like Canadian productions, right? Gotcha. Um, and so Canadian public television had to have like forty percent of their the broadcast had to be Canadian productions. And so for the longest time in like the early late nineties, early two thousands, all you would have is like. Stargate reruns like 24 7 pretty much because they would have like all these American shows and then like literally for like three days straight they just have to show Canadian productions and it would just be I would not complain I wouldn't be Uh, mad and I would not be mad mad at all no 100% yeah (laughs) I love that series man I do too I remember watching it I watched all of them on Hulu all 10 seasons and seasons one and two 
were made in full screen. And season three <laughs> yes. were made in was made in widescreen. I'm watching them. It's like, oh, now it looks great again. Right? Yep. <laughs> that, oh, that old square image. Oh my god, it's, crazy. it's fantastic. But First episode aired on Showtime, I think. Yeah, but it actually, what I, what I appreciate about it too is it doesn't have any special effects. It has it has practical effects. A lot of them mm-hmm. are still spe- practical effects. Yeah, uh, and they're pretty fantastic actually. I mean, the, the production value is pretty high. Later on, of course, when they got more of a following, but yeah, um, no, fantastic show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could spend an hour talking about that. Sorry. I could too. Yeah, so we're gonna stop now. <laughs> Neo. Oh, I got nothing more to talk about. That I mean, I'm gonna play it. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I play more No Man's Sky. Got my frigate mm-hmm. up. I got nothing else really to say about this week. I've been pretty busy this week, so I didn't have a lot of time to play video games. Destiny and No Man's Sky. Uh, Neo, you did remind me of something that's coming out on the Switch. What's um, that? Overcooked Two. It's very soon. Yeah, that's on the seventh. That's two days from now. You excited? Uh, yeah, because you can throw food. <laughs> He's just a throw food. It's a small, but he's so, right though. It's a small quality of life thing that they right, needed yeah. to add. So, so, oh, like so yeah. there are these, their teammate across correct. the kitchen. Right. So oh, there are these shit. stages mm, where they cool. split the goddamn board, and it's super hard because you have to wait. Like there's this one where the goddamn half the it's an earthquake and half the stage rises up. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You're, you're yeah. fucked because it's one a, half a, of the food's on one place. And the it's other a cartoony one. cooking game. Uh, uh, I was yeah. literally about to ask him like, what yeah. is this game? It works really well with two players. You're gonna come couch co-op you and each play. It. Can like control side of your kitchen and like someone starts chopping tomatoes with a person like that gets the soup awesome, going. Actually. Yeah, like and you, you got to trade yeah. ingredients sometimes back and forth. It was a huge miss when you came over and we never had a chance to play it. I'll tell you right now about overcooked. I I'll die in PvP in Destiny. I'll die in date in a uh, fucking PUBG. Sure, and that, that's you know that's like thirty minutes of like running around in PUBG and yeah, wasted. Yeah. Right, but you put me in a <laughs> in a minute and a half long overcooked match, <laughs> and my fucking partner isn't fucking making the hamburgers. I want to throw my controller through yeah, the wall, dude. It's not all right. Even, it's it's, so it's insane how much that game makes me mad. But you to still the, like it though, right? Oh, it's it's fine. It's a great game, but like oh, like my roommate is the start of the goddamn hamburgers. <laughs> it's the only yeah. game my roommate like will really like play with me he enjoys it a lot and i just don't want to fucking play it with him oh he'll, he'll ask and i'll be like no that's fuck really, you that's really i think funny. go play it yourself it's like a casual game Snacks oh, it's good together. Me too. It's so cute yeah. looking too oh you think God. you can never get oh, mad playing it's adorable. The music Dude, great too. i did buy it and i've only gotten through like the first three or four levels because it gets fucking really hard i don't know how especially hard. by yourself Later, you have to switch yeah your, like the people that you're controlling second the second game adds online multiplayer i think so this is pretty much like a more refined version of those ios games where you have to like tap on the, the ice cream topping that people want when they come in? No, you're no, a character that like, runs around. You, 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 okay. around, you pick yeah. up vegetables, yeah. you chop the vegetables, and you have to okay. plate the meat and put it on the bun. I, and then okay. I've never tried that there. game single player. I don't want to. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't recommend it. Well, I like it better. Like I said the last time, I just did a couch co-op with um, Adrenaline, you know, mm-hmm. our friend Adrenaline. He came over after we were done. I was like, dude, we definitely, I definitely prefer this game with more people. Like it's way easier it's with four it's a party people. game for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like the what I was playing. But God, I hate it so much. The first level <laughs> that I couldn't get past the first night that I started playing, I ha- I was thinking like I don't know how to do the single player. It seems only possible with multiple people. Yeah, yeah. it's probably not true. There's probably a way. And I just it was day one, obviously, but like I was shook playing it. I'm I like, would how love is this possible to get like a like a Steven Star kitchen? Get put controllers in that in that line's <laughs> hand. You know what yeah. I mean? And see if they. Can like because like you know kitchens are organized you sure, know sure. they they have like a system to yes. get food out and put it out. I wonder if like an actual like line of chefs like Gordon Ramsay, yeah, like Gordon Ramsay and like four of his sous chefs or whatever get get a controller in their hands if they were okay with video games or whatever, and if they could they play this, they'd, game. they'd be terrible. You know why? Because the tomatoes are are cut 
and ready to go before you even get an order. So like you don't do that. That You're stuff's right. not done. That's not right. done. They have all their food prepped when you right. start the day before you open. That's yeah, a great point. Like and completely different. So if you throw set. them in that environment, they're gonna be like. Fuck. <laughs> well, then, then you know what? Someone's going to prep the tomatoes. Sure. That's yeah. what they're going to do. One, one guy's going to be like, oh, he, you're on prep duty. Yeah. And then the other guy's going to be on plate duty. And the other guy's going to be on, on yeah. stove duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's the actually chef, the line there's actually all, a stage that spotted up in the first overcook. There's a stage that that forces this upon you, essentially, because it's it's a, an outer rim square. So essentially, the center of the stage is one big, huge block that no one can go through or anything. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's in just like one corridor around the outskirts of the, the stage. So in w- the lower right corner is all of the cooking pots. The lower left corner is the chopping blocks. The low, upper right corner oh is where God. you put Jesus. it out. Yeah. And, um, so you work clockwork. Like so a, a that clock stage is the one I'm thinking of mm-hmm. most uh, immediately when I'm thinking of it's a stage that needs four people because you need somebody manning the food to go out, a person doing the cooking, a person doing the cutting and a person grabbing the actual uh, vegetables to bring to the cutting board. Yeah. And if you don't have four, it's chaos. It's fucked. Wow. Yeah. It's really, so you have to do the same things by yourself that, if you're playing by yourself. So it's not like, it's not like, I, I think actually destiny wondered this, right? When, if you, Teamed up with someone in that campaign, more ads would spawn. It does not give you it does a, not AI. Give there's you, no AI. But but I'm saying in this game, there's not less things to do if you're by yourself. There might be. Like you don't have to like I cut chop the onions. There, 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 might, like, be there, might, be there might be less orders. There might be less orders. The real question is, what's your score? How are they going to grade your score at the end of the uh, end of yeah. the? Yeah. Uh, mm, I've never match. tried it alone. I've never played it it's alone. It's really fucking hard. I couch co-op it <laughs> all really, the time. Really no, thank you. Is it like Mega Man on the Game Boy hard? Like. It's pretty uh, hard. I mean, that's it's hard. or different kind of hard, different kind of hard. Okay, but it's 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 resource management, time management. Okay, uh, and then some some dexterity because like right. if you see that timer coming down and you know you got to get two more orders out, you need to like if you're if you're running past that oven and you don't take that off the burner and then start bringing your your tomatoes over, like you may not have enough time. Like you're down to the seconds. Yeah, speaking of shit. dexterity, how about the later ice levels where the haven't, the floor is ice even. and you're <laughs> making you're them. making fucking fish and chips. You know, and there's penguins around. that make fun of you. <laughs> they make, well, the penguins sounds... make fun of you. Yeah, they're in the background. Like fucking, you know, you know what sold me on this? this? Just sounds like a nightmare. Like something I would dream of. Nightmare. Nightmare. Let me tell you what, what sold me on this. Grim. The trailer. The trailer showed a kitchen that was separated. Uh, on two truck beds running down the highway, yeah, and you oh had to wait God. until like that's the one I want to be able to lined up to like cross over to like the other <laughs> side, and then you had to keep going back. Mm-hmm. And it's like top down cartoony, but like it's so intense. So in that level, oh you're like God. throwing tomatoes onto the one truck so you can make sure they get to <laughs> no, the other no, truck. For that one, Jesus. so the, the so what oh I, I recommended was just me and adrenaline, and for that one, I recommended he prep all the food and drop it right on the ground on his side. And then when the trucks it's came together, I would, start, code violation. I would start. I would start grabbing. Say. Yeah, exactly. Did you wash your hands after the going bathroom? No, fuck no. <laughs> but I did wash the dishes. You're supposed to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you yeah. have to clean dishes. Oh and it sucks. But use a tomato. You throw on now, the floor. Grim. When fine. you when you come over, you you should do next time you do couch co-op. We'll yeah. just exclusively play. I that. mean, this sounds like my nightmare because I because I I'm like I, I get anxious cooking myself. Yeah. About the cleanup afterwards, so sure, I'm sure, sure this will be very good. We yeah. can maybe coordinate this week if you want, uh, because I'm gonna have over to, overcooked two this week. All right. So. Yeah. Woo! Let's let's find some time for that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I'll watch for sure. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> See me just overcooking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not really a whole lot of news this week. It's really not. You want to yeah. talk about this single player resurgence? Yeah, I can. You want to? You want to? You want to? Yeah, yeah. So off? I can. Uh, I, I started the conversation around like yeah, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, 
I found an article on VGR.com, and it, and it talks about God of War drives single-player resurgence with $131 million in digital revenue. And then it gives some See, more now, details on it. That's crazy, because there are no microtransactions in this game. Yeah, and, and so, at all. But, but I think there's also, there's, for me at least, right? The, I mean, the bigger key takeaway take for me is, I think every game we talked about today has been, had some, some sort of multiplayer aspect to it, or really was driven by playing with others. Um, me growing up, I mean, I grew up with a Game Boy in my hands, right? Mm -hmm. uh, where it was only single player, and then like Pokemon came out, and you could suddenly like trade, and it was like a fucking mm -hmm. revelation, right? Whole new world. And in fact, like, you had to trade to get certain Pokemon. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, I, I always really, I, I'll be honest, like I, I adore games like God of War and um, uh, Wolfenstein, who make it a point of giving you a 20 to 40 hour campaign where you care about the characters, where it's really story driven, great game mechanics, and they focus on single player, right? And, and so really there's, you know, you run into the issue of like balance, which really was one of the things that I, I, I didn't like about Destiny 1 is like the game balance and multiplayer for me was always wacky and I was never good at it. It was really frustrating sure. to me. But like, I really, really love to hear news like this because I started with this, getting into video games, single player games, and, and I'm happy to see that this, there is still a big market for this. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because you're watching a lot of these companies kind of stray away from this. Mm -hmm. EA is going hard into their uh, live world, live services. Mm -hmm. Ubisoft's doing the same thing. And Ubisoft. last year we saw articles saying, oh, the single player game's dead. Mm -hmm. But we see companies like Sony pushing their, their developers to make just these great single player campaigns. You yeah. don't see a lot of multiplayer games coming from Sony's pool right now. Mm -hmm. you, yep. I think you're, you're bringing up the most important point of this. People were moving into multiplayer because they're following the money. Mm -hmm. They were following the money because people would guide, buy these games to play with their friends, so more sales, push consoles to get play, uh, games to play together, yeah. microtransactions for differentiating things inside of these games, and it's all just a big, huge money sink, mm -hmm. whether or not the game is like good or mm -hmm. not, right? But like that experience... You could argue of, that about of, Destiny 2 as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, games started as... as experiences as ways to to escape and to dive into other characters and they still do to to a very very large extent but i think all of our formative game years involve single player games mm. you know final fantasy mm. uh pokemon was still you traded but it was still very much a single player exploring yeah. experience and 100%. we all have these these stories and these memories of of that loving last a, cave dude loving a character you know like <laughs> learning their story and this i'm so excited about because it's it's financial backed evidence that people still want this which sadly is is the majority of what a company is going to look like when they decide what to give money to to make new content they're mm -hmm. going to see that and go okay things feel they feel better now we can still keep making these because that was the vibe dude like a couple of years or last year it was uh, like it looked article, like it wasn't going away i think that article is responding to the droves of articles that i constantly have pushed at me on facebook mm. about how <laughs> The, there's constant articles about people talking about how the the single player game is dying. Yeah. We've even talked yeah, yeah. about it on the show. It's it's all right. I just don't fucking mm. believe it. But it's, I have a lens that's clearly for single player it, I, I games. See, I want to say it appeared that they were dying because a lot of companies were pushing for their open world live service games. And then Battle Royale came right and then around. Battle that Royale corner. came around. Yeah. yeah, but these are these. I want to say are. I want to say they're gaming fads. Um, we've they seen are. we've seen a tons oh, yeah. tons of them in the sure. past like five years, like MOBAs, mm -hmm. and everyone tried to do an MMO, and everyone tried to do. Well, look know. at League of Legends, right? I mean, like they yeah. were like huge, and they're still huge. I mean, they're one of the biggest games huge, ever. Yeah. But like, and they make tons. Of, I mean, the, the the prize money is like six million dollars for the winning team. Let's be real; it's mm -hmm. a huge market. But I think it like um, 
but it, they, they're slowly going away, right? It's just, it comes in, in waves. Well, yeah, no, no other company's trying to make a, a MOBA now. You're not going to see yeah. a new MOBA come out. Right. You're also not going to see any more hero shooters because Overwatch kind of took that that stage. Uh, yeah. I, I have a feeling after this year, we're not going to see as many Battle Royale games. We're going to see everyone try to do their Battle Royale game. And then yeah. when the dust settles, we're going to see who was left standing. It's yeah. probably going to be Fortnite. Let's because be we have the AAA titles entering the ring this year. Mm-hmm. Right. The next wave is going to be their entries into these Battle Royale hat rings. Battlefield, Battlefield 5. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're going to yep. try it, yeah. Um, but I think there's also then the, there's the piece and and the article also talks about you know Uncharted four made fifty six million, mm-hmm. Witcher three made sixty nine million. Um, Those are fantastic games. Yeah, and yeah. I think there's really it, look how excited people are for Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. Cyberpunk looks incredible. I mean, I'll tell you right now, all so. the games that I'm looking forward to coming out this year are mostly single player titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, what are the other ones? I don't know. I think well, the next only year one also... that's multiplayer for me is Fallout 76. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fallout. Multiplayer that's for me be a tri- is... I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm very curious how that's going to turn out. Battlefield 5 for me is the big one. I'm, I'm very, very yeah. excited for that. I mean, I'm a history nerd, so... So, yeah. All about <laughs> it. But it's... I, um, but oh, the single no, player one... And, and yeah. this is something, too, that the, the new Wolfenstein, I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer, Wolfenstein Youngblood... Looks Can't like wait. You're, you're going to be playing for the, with as the two daughters of Blaskowitz. Hey, you guys could co-op um, on that. Well, and that's the thing too, right? So, so is oh. are they going in a couch slash just two player co-op right thing where it's there's no multiplayer? And I really yeah, hope they don't go down multiplayer. But I th- I hope they're talking about they're going in a like even a couch co-op, right? Mm-hmm. So like the two the two twin sisters, and then you kill Nazis. Why not? Right? Hey, real real quick, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Split screen. Vertical or split screen horizontal? Horizontal. Depends on the game. Really? Yes, yep. depends on the game. Okay. Wolfenstein, split screen horizontal or vertical? Horizontal. Horizontal. Yeah. The game's the game's single player is already in, in widescreen for you. Yeah. So like when I don't you remember Resident Evil Five? When you did split screen in Resident Evil Five, they gave you two little horizontal boxes and there was dead space between they, yeah, them. Yeah, it's yeah, because they gave you two sixteen by nine boxes oh, on God. And that they preserved the aspect ratio. <laughs> they, it was for each player, dead, literal dead corners. What on, was the, the um, what's yeah. the, what are examples of games that can do vertical? Racing games. Portal Two. Racing games. For Portal. me, there was also uh, oh, yeah, Portal. This is way throwback. Rainbow Six Vegas Two did vertical oh, couch classic. co-op, um, and that was actually pretty good. Well, because I, I think the cover system necessitated that, right? Because you need to be able to look over a cover system, and really the the horizontal wasn't as important as being able to see yep. the the height difference too, because it was a pretty um, a, a, a vertical game, I would say so. But going back to to this, online games are not going away. No, and they're yeah. they're tons of fun, and it's the way people are connecting now that the internet is ubiquitous across uh, our entire lives. But it's still it's refreshing and exciting to know that people still value an incredibly well made single player experience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I and I do as well because I'm not always going to play multiplayer games. I'm not either. Yeah. Um, the majority of players are just playing by themselves. Mm-hmm, Think mm-hmm. of the criticisms of of some of these biggest online games. Mm-hmm. There's not enough for the single player. What if I don't have friends? I can't raid. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what you hear. And that's the balance. You've got to figure out how to make content for people that are playing your game. And that's yeah. why Destiny Two took such a hard turn trying yeah. to appease a lot of people. Yeah, they're trying to do. They're trying to spread their tendrils out yeah. to get everybody. And <laughs> yeah. it's it's sometimes they forget about the other guy. You know what I mean? So I think playing by yourself is is really the majority vibe, mm-hmm. whether or not we talk about it or not. I totally agree. Yeah. But I think it goes to show that also there is, uh, you. I feel like you always make the argument that there is there is almost like a multiplayer fatigue, where people. I mean, yes. looking in, in in World of Tanks, I can't tell you how frustrating it is when when 
like literally my shoulders hurt from carrying so much and still lose <laughs> the round, right? Like oh, yeah. I'm in a bottom tier tank, I'm yeah. doing more than I should have to and you still lose and it's and I those are the most frustrating moments to me. It's just like, why do I have to rely on others? Uh, it's not that I don't like playing with people. I think I play MMOs because I enjoy the varied experience you get, sure. right? It presents a challenge sometimes. But when it's literally when they get in the way of you having fun, is when you get this fatigue. And this is why I said when I was talking about World of Tanks, is like I take breaks from that game. Where it's like I literally I don't play for like four months and the clan I'm in are just like, where the fuck were you? Right. Yeah. We had tournaments and stuff like that. I'm right. just like, dude, I needed a break. Yeah. Right? I didn't want to Sometimes talk to out. others while playing. I wanted to play just Wolfenstein for a bit. Yeah. So, um, so the reason I created two characters in Elder Scrolls Online is one of them, um, I play with the the guys and, and people from the stream mm -hmm. and we grind through the story missions or we grind through the dungeons. But I created another character specifically so I can read every single dialogue, mm. lore-based dialogue option. Really take your time playing through that content. Understand what's happening yes. in the story of this giant mm -hmm. Elder Scrolls lore-based world that I want to know about. I don't get that when I'm with other people. Mm. No one gives a shit. We yeah, all, 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 all rushing through. We got to run totally. through it. Yeah. You know, like we, you know, just why is he waiting there? Oh, he's waiting. Why is he in his craft bag? Why the fuck? You know, you know, you know, it's funny. As much as I love lore, this literally happened today, Neo, when me, you and Channing were playing Destiny. Yeah. And right before we hopped into the Whisper Quest, you guys were doing the adventure. And you're like, wait, there's a scanny thing here. And I'm like, it just it talks about the fucking taking portal. Let's go. We got to get through here. Yeah, whatever. Like, but, and that, I would do that by myself. I would sit there and scan and, and read That's everything great. about those the, are the uh, memories, right? That's no. what those things are. The Damn memories it. are the, um, are Mars, the Mars, uh, for, for the solstice thing. Yes. Oh. The little, little colored things you have to shoot with the matching elemental damage. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Get, get to work. I guess. Follow a YouTube video. <laughs> Nice. The app will tell you which ones you have and which ones you don't have. It's very cool. Oh, that's convenient. That's Sweet. good. Sorry, that was a little side, side a little tangent side. there. We're always side tanging. Mm. Um, tangent yeah, I don't think single-player games are going away. I'm glad Straight to hear it. Yeah, I hope and I'm, so and glad, I'm glad that they won't be. And I'm glad Sony is the one company that's like, no. You know what? We want these games. You know what? And I Rockstar. Think streaming. And Rockstar. Oh, yeah. Rockstar's making... got a big multiplayer platform, though. Yeah, GTA you know? Five is like... Well, they do. It's yeah. massive. Cash cow. They yeah, do, yeah. It's massive. So. But I think streaming is making... Uh, is making this case more and more because people are watching consistently the multiplayer games that have always been there. But right under that tier, it's like God of War. Oh, you, you better believe there. I'm streaming Spider-Man when that comes yep. out. I'm a lot of people will be doing Spider-Man on that game. Yep. People want to do these experiences uh, or watch them if they can't play them themselves. People but, were very upset when they missed story cutscenes from the God of War game that I had been playing through. Yeah. Because they were they couldn't keep track, and it's hard to keep track with with me. It's hard to keep track of what I'm, <laughs> what I'm playing whenever. Right, but like, right, right. but they were like, they came back, like someone came back into my stream, and they were like, "Wait, wait, did you fight the third Valkyrie?" And somebody was <laughs> that I know IRL was really pissed that I fought the final Valkyrie off stream. Oh no, on purpose because I just was too nervous. <laughs> you didn't want to fucking yeah. lose it. They you didn't were want an audience. Uh, sorry, I'll just shout him out. Wu Tang was, was yeah. Wu Tang was <laughs> like, dude, you. You fought the final Valkyrie off stream. Well, he would have gone back and watched it. No, he go just wants back. to see me hurt myself. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> both of those things are correct. He would go back after the fact, even if he couldn't watch it, watch the replay. Oh, I think he did. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. Well, he didn't with that because I didn't put it well, out he, there. He's on there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he never got a chance to watch the final Valkyrie because yeah. I never did it live. So. But I think there's also the piece of, and at trip, you just made a good point about the, the experience that you get. I mean, if you look at just like game of the year awards, every year it's a single player game. 
Like Fortnite is not going to win any game of year. The awards, right? PUBG is not going to win. They might make tons and tons of money, which they do, mm-hmm. right? Because they're free to play platforms and just microtransactions. And you buy a skin that makes you look like a shark, and then you shoot missiles that look like a cactus. Or very important. Right? Very important. Right. Um, I don't even know if that's true. I've never played the game, but yeah. um, if you're, if it's it seems not true, like it's accurate. You're, you're, yeah. you're it's going to be in the game to tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but my, I think my point is that also the the this comes back to conversation. I think we had off stream about like the Rocky statue, right? Like, is it art? Like God of War, Wolfenstein, like Bioshock, The, the Last of Us, those right? Games, the Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, those are games that. That, that really like they're going to be remastered probably again they're on the next generation console. The, dr- the genre, correct. If, and, if and movies so, are art. Those experiences are art. Yeah, and 100%. and it's one of those things where the first game where I didn't skip a, a single cutscene was Red Dead Redemption because I felt like I was in a western mm-hmm. and I was literally like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And like I wanted to make sure that my character was okay. And then, by the way, no spoilers because it's been like six years, so this doesn't count. When you get shot in the end, I'm like, what the fuck? Right, I was genuinely Spoilers, upset. He's not like, okay. Like, like <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And then you come back at your son. You're like, oh, sweet revenge, but you just pop the guy six times with your auto revolver. But like, it's that moment that like, you get so much more invested in a storyline that's crafted beautifully, that creates characters, that evokes feeling in you. And like, Bioshock makes you feel bad when you make a bad decision. Then if you're playing Fortnite and then you you what you fucking style on a guy is that is that what kids are calling these days right uh, like no. I mean but my, my, my point is like like you kill some guy and then you're like oh let me build a tower around him yeah. right and so I think there there's the piece of me where it's like okay yeah uh, but but I still remember the moments when I got shot in Red Dead Redemption I remember the moments in Bioshock when I saved all the girls yeah right because it led me it was a journey that I got it was an art piece that I was part of mm-hmm. right. And so I think that's really where I, I 100% agree. I think single color games will never go away because of the the, the culture transcendence that that Felix just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's it's comfortable. I mean, look, look at yeah, what Hellblade did. Yeah, look at what Hellblade mm-hmm. did. That is oh, Hellblade was unbelievable. Hell, well, Hellblade also, working with um, what, uh, what Ninja Theory. Yeah. No, no. But what was the the main psychological Psych- disorder psychosis. that they? It was, was psychosis. It? Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I mean, hallucination and psychosis. It was like hurting thought, yourself. And I thought we talked about it. We read it in an article. It was something very specific. It was like multiple personality disorder, and they researched people who had that problem um, and because they mm-hmm. wanted to to have that. They wanted people to understand it or something. I have to look. I have to look. Yeah. Have don't to wor- don't worry about it. But like, I remember it was something they yeah. they specifically researched to inject into their game. So there's actually a guy. Uh, psychosis. Uh, psychosis. Yeah. No, oh, it was psychosis. Okay. There's a guy on, on YouTube. He's a uh, <laughs> Minecraft guy. Farlands or bus guy. I forget his name, but he played this game and he actually has a mild form of psychosis. And he, in his stream, he streamed the whole game in a 12 part series. He said that when there were those moments of psychosis, he said like he got anxious and he remembered how he felt as a kid. When he had those episodes, uh, so yeah, hundred percent, you're right. Like that game was, I mean, besides looking gorgeous, it was it really evoked a sense of psychosis, like what it would it's, feel like. That it's still something that I took have to, gaming have to play. Into, yeah, it took gaming into a, a, mm-hmm. a direction that it hadn't been in. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's what elevated the genre of film beyond just being, you know, crap that Nicolo, um, uh Edison was trying to market as like a dime store bullshit thing. Right. Mm. You know, like it, film started to get creative, uh, especially with German cinema. And they started yeah. like taking the camera in tighter and ma- pulling emotion out of every single shot. And then the Americans started emulating the Germans. And then that was it. I mean, film mm-hmm. transcended and became something 
way better than what and then with the 50s you had the french with their questioning like what is film and all this <laughs> shit <laughs> like godard with his like weird ass breathless movie have you guys ever seen that Not no. that one no <laughs> where, where he intentionally said the audience doesn't des- des- decide what this is i decide what this is and like intentionally did things to break the rules of film uh, like there's this one rule where you ever watch a, like a sporting event where you can't have the cameras on both sides because right. it confuses it, like the soccer. audience. Same with a conversation. You don't you understand can't, what you left can't and right is. Break yeah. the midline right. when you're editing a conversation. Right. So Godard broke all these rules on purpose because <laughs> art, you know, film had gotten to a level of art and they were now questioning said, the genre it. itself. And he said, I can do whatever I want. I can break. The, you know, this is my art. Yeah. yeah. That's you know, great. I'm not doing this for the viewer. I'm doing this for my fucking self. Honestly, that's that's <laughs> what it should be yeah. if it's art. <laughs> Very cool. It's crazy. Well, guys, I think that's good. I think I think we did we the did thing. It. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Graham. Thank you, Graham. Yes, thanks thank so much so for hosting much. me. Thanks for the history lessons. Do yeah, anytime. I'll be back, hopefully. Yeah. And, uh, Do you got a social media you want to shout out or anything like that? Uh, <laughs> that if you no. care. If you care to have no. people follow you or <laughs> yeah. whatever. It's fine. Snacks the you don't cat. Have to. Snacks the cat is on here. Whenever he, whenever he's training, he goes. Snacks the cat. Don't fucking find me anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> don't find uh, me. Don't find I me. I mean, you can. Uh, the, I have a Twitter. I, I read it about. You twice shout it a out month. your your yeah. gamer tag. Only if you. Yeah, my gamer tag. So Only I'm if on, you want to. There's I'm no. On, there's no. There's no obligation. Yeah. Here. I'm on PlayStation Network. Uh, if you want to look at me, World of Tanks, Grim Reaper, zero one one two. Because I'm also a math nerd, and those are the four first digits of the Fibonacci sequence for all you. Oh. Damn, you nerd boys out there. Yeah, yes, man. It, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Big brains on I'm me. I'm a so. big Tool fan, and I learned about the Fibonacci sequence because of the song Lateralis. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. sings in the Fibonacci sequence. Mm-hmm. Every every word that he says yes. is the amount of syllables is the next number in the Fibonacci sequence. Up That's until nuts. I think five, and then goes back one, down. one, two, three, five, eight, eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can keep going. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Anyway, well. Want to sign off? Uh, I just, uh, Thirteen out of Yeah, this Sorry. is uh, Felix Hergood. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood and mixer.com forward slash Felix Hergood. I do a live uh, Mitch chat. It's it's a mix uh, mix of mix uh, Twitch. <laughs> the fuck? It's a mix of Twitch and Mixer at the same fucking time. Please check me out at some point. Word. Uh, I am Trip Zero. All of my socials are Trip Zero TV. Super easy stuff. Uh, streaming mostly Destiny 2 while we do the events, but definitely going to transition back into more single-player games and things like that, because I still got to do uh, Don't Metal, say Metal Gear. Gear. I got no. it. That's the first one I was going to say, dude. I have to. It is. I have to. I promise people in March. Guess what? I, it's almost September. I joked about Metal, <laughs> I joked about Metal Gear December, but it's going to happen probably. Six months ago. And then we're going to do our podcast concluding and just going to talk We still Metal have Gear. to. We still we're have to. Metal yeah. Gear. Yeah. 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 So stay tuned for the me and Neo exclusive. I'm going to stop you right there. What do you think of Metal Gear and it's messing with history? No, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, oh no, my I'm God. A, oh, my I, God. I, I, I will be very open. I think video games and movies giving alternative histories is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inglorious Bastards is one of my all-time favorite movies. Nice. Uh, Wolfenstein's cool, too. Wolfenstein is great, yes. Well, cool. Uh, this take is Neo Ayoshi. Oh, it's her redone. No, I said take us home. Oh, yeah. Take us home. Uh, yeah. This is Neo Ayoshi. You can find me at Twitter at Neo underscore Ayoshi or uh, twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi. Um, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we hope you have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Later. Talk Bye. to you. See ya. His, uh, you can come up with everyone. Bruce Grimm. Bruce Grimm. Grimm. Grimm Reaper. You tell us. What do you want? I, I like Grimm. Let's do Grimm. That's fine. Let's do Grimm. Yeah, let's Grimm, do, Grimm. do Grimm. Don't influence his opinion. Yeah. So, okay, I'll show well, so the, the I like Grimm. We'll do Grimm. <laughs> I think we all collectively need to vote on Grimm. <laughs>
I suggest that we call him Grim. I yeah. like Grim. Motion passes. Yeah. With nobody voting on I, I suggest <laughs> we vote on Grim. I think Grim is good. Hey, hey, hey. Grim hey, is you great. just said we wouldn't talk about Grim is the best. It's the, the it's best name. It's the best. Grim, but Grim is. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, I have, people tell me all the time. Just the, just the best name. The I best. just turned it on. The, the, the greatest name. name. The greatest. Look, no look, name is better than your name. I, I definitely think No name is better. Look, my dad told me the other day that there was a name that was better, but I really don't believe him because, you know, people send me all the time. I mean, look, there's a guy over there and he's mowing the lawn. And really, I mean, coming back to the name, it's really the best it's name. It's Grim. Ever. It's Grim. <laughs>